Wanna know where is my tool bucket? Who took it from me? Broke into my house that night and stole from me. Using up blowtorch is quite insanity. Then got a rock and threw it through the window, the back door window. Snuck into the house that foolish bucket full. Took it to the pawn shop to get money. Need your hands here now. Hey, dude, man. Coolest thing around. Got my show now. You're my hands right now. This is Adam Sheffield. Welcome to American Heritage Center Radio, home of the Property Therapy and Talent Development Program. Welcome to the Radio Therapy Show. We have a great show for you all today. Special guest Sabrina Barnett, a Sports Illustrated and Victoria's Secret supermodel, author, motivational speaker um, with women's empowerment, and then Melissa Joyce, singer-songwriter, and she's going to do a song. Then uh, the news, we have some things in the news. We're going to talk about homeschooling surging in the news, the homeschools, and the vaccination, trying to push the mandatory vaccinations onto people and uh, the marijuana use disorder on the rise connected with uh, mental illness, schizophrenia, stories on the, so, so we have some positive and negative stories in the news. Let's just jump right in with Sabrina. She's a, uh, um, was a, a model with uh, Sports Illustrated. So welcome to the show, Sabrina. Thank you so much, thanks for having me. Yeah, we, uh, I have my, uh, um, in, in honor of Sports Illustrated, I have my Mahomes jersey that uh, <laughs> Jeff Foley bought me. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, he's uh, my the favorite uh, legendary quarterback here in Kansas City. <laughs> yeah, we love Jeff Foley. Jeff Foley's a mutual friend, and um, he is. That's how we met, actually. Uh huh. Uh huh. So we're going to talk with Sabrina about uh, what's it like. Uh, from her end, knowing celebrities and uh, religion and spirituality, talk about helping people building self-esteem and fashion. We talk about animals, spirits of animals, and the uh, her her uh, Tiana. Is it Tiana or Tiano tribe? Taino. It's Taino. Taino. Okay. Taino yes. tribe. And uh, so you're a Native American. Are you full-blooded Native American or? I am not. I actually have a melange of blood in me, but um, the part that is native is from both my mother and my father's side. Uh huh. So that is, um, I guess, I, everybody in America has some, or so many people have native blood in them. Like my my background, I have Paiute tribe within me, and um, in the background, my faith orientation background was linked with the the Mormon faith orientation. And when they were pushed west, they uh, my uh, great 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 or something grandmother was sold was a Native American child that they bought for a blanket. They traded for a blanket. Yeah, that's that that is definitely a melange of a lot of different ethnicities in this world now, especially with so much happening as far as people um, just really being who they are and not being afraid of actually expressing themselves. Yeah, and um, so when you are. When you were doing your modeling, what was it like? First, let's lay it out before we get in the spiritual mode. Let's do, let's talk the worldly mode here. What was it like when you were modeling for these high-profile magazines, and then like the social scene, dating billionaires, and knowing the celebrities? Like you, you're pretty, you, you're friends with Steve Tyler, right? I am acquaintances with Steve. You know, one of the things I learned 
in um, living in Europe for so long is friendship. The word friendship is thrown around very loosely. Uh, we are acquaintances. I, I respect Stephen in a lot of different ways. He mm -hmm. is a philanthropist, and we've done some uh, work together, working with special needs children, and um, he donated his time very generously as so did I, and so we've worked together with Dolphin Therapy and, and Special Needs Children. Uh, we've worked uh, on, on different projects like that. So I just love people that are willing to give of themselves wholeheartedly without an agenda, without anything else other than the purity of spirit mm -hmm. and the purity of wanting to give back and to help because we need more people like that in this world. Mm-hmm. For those that are unfamiliar, Steve Tyler is the uh, band member of Aerosmith. Lead singer, yes. Lead singer and a guitarist, right? Guitarist uh, no, just lead singer. I think he does singer. a uh, piano. Piano, right. Okay, yeah. yeah. And, uh, Steve Tyler is a very interesting uh, gentleman. And um, But going back to what you were talking about with this whole the modeling world that I was so blessed to be a part of mm -hmm. at a very young age, at the age of 13, I think that spirit had me in that realm and in that world where I was in. I've lived in seven different countries, and and I don't say this to brag. I say it as a as a lesson learned. I learned a lot of different cultures, as did languages. I speak five languages, and what I gathered from that and what I got from it is that we're all really the same. We all basically want to be loved. We all want to be nurtured and cared for, and to care for others. And I think that the gross negligence in the world now is the lack of understanding of that simple human understanding that it is so important for us to have that love. So whether I lived mm -hmm. in Paris or whether I lived in London or whether I lived in Milan or Florence or Rome or New York or L.A. or Florida or Missouri, which I lived for a little bit, we all are wanting to have a unified understanding that we can have a mutual respect for one another, a mutual love for one another, and sometimes in the world it is so overlooked that we end up finding it, hopefully, in things. And that's what the modeling taught me at a young age, is you don't find it in things. Mm -hmm. You find it with inside yourself, mm -hmm. and once you find it with inside yourself, then you can birth it out and hopefully express it with other people and make this world a better place mm -hmm. so that fear doesn't reside inside of one's soul and love does right so it's it's really a very interesting question that you asked me and i appreciate you asking me so i could share with your audience that i have lived a very 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 fast-paced life um like i said i lived in numerous different countries and i've worked with some extremely quote-unquote famous people and uh to me it's it's all about who are you what mm -hmm. makes you tick is it how important you think you are because the world says you're important or are you just truly a really good soul? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, okay, so a couple of things that you've just said reminds me of uh, the teachings of Christ. And uh, when, when, or the example of Peter, you know, when he started fearing, when he stepped out and was walking on water, he started to fear. And then what happened? He yeah, sank. Exactly. He started sinking. Exactly. You see? And that's what's happening with us now. And thank you for saying that. Uh, you touched on something that's happening right now in today's day and age. I think that fear is residing in many of us, not all of us. Uh, this isn't a judgment. It's just what I have perceived to be true for me in my reality and my perception is fear. Once it's embedded inside you, 
if you allow it to create a disease, then you become dis-at-ease in the world. A, spirit, a spiritual disease. It's a disease that is, it, it creates a darkness. Fear will never give us uh, joy. Fear will give us worry. And right. I found in my own personal life, a lot of the things that I worried about never came to pass. So I wasted my life, my precious time, worrying. How important <laughs> is that? <laughs> exactly. And, and that's, uh, that's at the, the uh, core of the, COVID, the vaccination push and all that around the, the country. And uh, that's, that's a whole un, un, another issue about whether the fear is creating like a multitude of you know lemmings going a particular direction and uh, whether it's creating if there's issues of fact of the effectiveness of the vaccination um, but I, I have people my listeners sending me all sorts of stuff and it, and it makes me wonder about the monster variant if it's creating we're creating some kind of monster variant with the vaccinations but that's that's in a different whole different direction but another thing that you said um, reminded me of of Jesus Christ teaching where he says uh, judge not according to the appearance but judge righteous judgment and so when Amen. you when you when you moved all around the world very mobile and you got to see like many facets of the diamond all over but in like many permutations or many different looks and sees and etc but then being able to see judge not according to the appearance but judge righteous judgment and that's the ability i mean that's the purpose of life you know Exactly. To develop yes, wisdom. It definitely, <laughs> it definitely is. And I, I think that unfortunately that's not taught in our society. What's taught in our society is, oh, you have to look like the girl on the magazine cover. Yeah. Oh, you have to, you know, yep. have the car that that other man has because it was, you know, seen somewhere else. And so we validate ourselves based on that. And I'm not saying everyone is like this. I, it would be ridiculous of me to generalize. But the gross, um, I'd say the way that the world is, and, and, and I was really stuck in it to the point where I say the gross reality in which I lived in encompassed that reality is, you know, to be a model, you have to be 5'9", you have to be 125 pounds. If you're 130 pounds, well, I don't know about you. You have to have certain amount of, of, of cheekbone, uh, je ne sais quoi. You know, it, it was a whole world that I found myself getting caught up in. But at the same time, I felt very blessed to be able to understand that it is not the way you look. It is the way you are. Mm -hmm. It is how do you respond to other people? How, how, who are you showing up being in mm -hmm. a moment to moment? Because life is all about moments, right? Day-to-day mm -hmm. -day basis. Who are you being? You know, some of the most gorgeous people I used to say for the longest time, I've been modeling for over oh, 25 years, and I used to say for a very long time, are they really beautiful because they're physically beautiful? Because sometimes if they get so caught up with their looks, then maybe they're not so beautiful after all. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's so important because a lot of women that might not quote unquote live up to the standards of being 5'9 or 125 pounds might not feel validated in the society. So in this phone call, whoever's listening, I ask of you to please disregard all of that because you're talking to a woman that has lived this life, that has lived in the nicest cities in, in the world and been in the most quote-unquote exclusive events and parties in the world. And sometimes they're some of the ugliest people I've ever known. Mm-hmm. 
It goes so back. it's a real important message that I, I want to leave with your audience is is that if if anything from this from this show today that that purpose of what you were talking about is is that the the meaning and the uh, direction in life and the uh, rejuvenation in life doesn't come from the you know the property or the uh, physical things but what you're saying from within <laughs> and that's the purpose and this is uh, this is that's I mean that's the center of your education. The purpose and the meaning that you have in this life, the purpose and the meaning behind it all. What's the purpose and meaning? We talk about the SPA, um, the taxonomy. Taxonomy is a way of organizing information. And uh, we t I talk about this on the show all the time. The SPA taxonomy is the sciences over here on the left, arts over there on the right, and then the middle ground between the art and the science is the philosophy. Because science will teach you the, the, uh, what, the way things physically are. Art will tell you uh, as well the way that you would like them to be. But the philosophy and the religion and the spirituality, that's the purpose and the meaning behind it all, which is well, the yes, center, and, the and center of our education. To add to what you're saying, um, what is science? Who came up with the science? What, 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 what is it really? Mm -hmm. You know, we, there's so much talk today about, oh, well, the science, the science. Exactly. Okay, based on what literature? Right. Based on what, what background? What we do and now it's become so political. Right, right. So, but, okay, so mature, mature science is objective truth. And there's procedural science, and then there's uh, substantive science. And they run things through a process to make sure that it's objective. If it's not, they throw it away. Hopefully. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and, that, but, and that's just the key. And so, okay. I'm going to interrupt you right now because you say hopefully. So, you know, who who's running the science? Right. Who pays for who pays for these studies? What's the objection? What's the objective? Right, right. And, and uh, nobody asks these questions, or very few people ask these questions. They just go on the umbrella of oh, it's science. But what? Who pays for it? And and where are these? these studies being held and what is the if at all an agenda right so the mature the mature science we talk about this is like mathematics chemistry biology robotics but as you move forward more toward the middle of the number number line because of less of a mature science and you start getting into the historical sciences like uh, evolutionary biology it could be the flying spaghetti monster we don't know it could be, there's different ways of viewing the natural world, and that's okay. You can wear different hats. And then there's the, the, the social sciences, the anthropology, you know, you start getting, and then the science right next to philosophy would be law, which is the means of applying the philosophy to the community. And a lot of the stuff is, it's based on, um, they're enshrouding things in law. It's coming a lot from their philosophy more than so the mature science. <laughs> right. Right. I think you touched on something before that uh, is paramount for me more now than ever before in my life is, you know, if you look at two polar opposites, it's black and white, and then there's a thousand shades or 20,000 or 20 million shades of gray wherever we are in, in our space and time and, and mindset, right? Um, mm -hmm. I really want to touch back on the fear as opposed to and or opposite from love. Mm -hmm. So, you know, ask yourself, yourself meaning the the general population out there, where are you when your thought process happens? Is it being filtered through love or is it being filtered through 
fear and or anywhere in between lack or victimhood. And it's a hard thing to ask yourself because once you are able, and that's some of the work that I do with, with a lot of the clients that I have, is we go through some of these questions and we really dig down and do like a spiritual lobotomy to be able to get to the bottom line of understanding what makes you tick. You meaning we're each and every single one of us completely different. Mm -hmm. As the way that we look, as the way that we grew up, there's so many different factors and facets. And so, you know, what makes you tick? And the polar opposites, obviously, is love and fear. So anywhere in between there or where. So an honest question is, where do you feel you lie as an individual in, in inside your reality? Because we all have our own realities, right? The red pill, the blue pill. We all have our own realities. So where do you feel you lie inside that space and time inside your perception of love and fear and anywhere in between? So that's really an interesting question. And that kind of opens up a whole Pandora's box um, to understanding even more about who you are. And I believe that the more we can understand about who we are and our fears then once we're able to dissect and understand our fears, only then can our fears start to melt away. Not to attack them and give them power, but to actually reside and pull back and understand that they're there, understand why they're there, and then they will start to dissipate because they really don't want to be exposed. It's like a cockroach. You know, you put the light on the cockroach, it starts to scurry. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the work that I do is putting light inside the darkness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and, and that has ties into helping people build self self esteem. Yes, it does. Absolutely, one hundred percent. It sure does. If you, I mean, like bowling, for instance, what that is is like uh, putting in uh, psychological like terror, fear, right? Fear, and 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 in some particular way or, mm-hmm. or whatever, and then it causes people to not uh, blossom like they should. You see, right. Right, and blossoming is a beautiful word that you used, and and it's true. We're here to blossom. We're here to grow. We're here to have a life experience, a journey, a beautiful journey. But so many of us actually hold ourselves back, and we manifest a life that we start to scratch our heads and go, hey, what happened? Well, what happened was you stopped yourself from blossoming, and we're here to blossom. So I'm not putting a blame on any particular person. But I have to tell you that we are, are oh, we cause our own drama, we cause our own pain, and only we can allow ourselves to breathe again. Nobody makes you fall off a bridge unless you're pushed. You allow yourself that experience, whether it's good or bad. So we look at our lives and we say, well, what experiences do we have that we've had that we don't really want to have? And then you, you kind of jump into understanding why those experiences happen to you. So that they don't repeat, because history will repeat itself unless you choose to learn from your mistake. Mm-hmm. Fascinating studies, huh? Yeah, no, this is the radiotherapy show. So it's uh, Therapy yeah. for America. And uh, part one of the, some we've done uh, shows and talked about like uh, different ad- addictions. And uh, like, and for instance, like that, you can get addicted to fear, you know, that can 100%. be, people can be addicted. They, they think, oh, addicted to substance. You can be addicted to fear. You can yes. become addicted to vanity. You Victimhood. can become addicted to 
um, I don't know, all sorts of stuff, you know? Yes, yes, absolutely. And those those addictions sometimes go hidden because you think that, oh, well, it's not heroin or it's not marijuana or it's not cigarettes or alcohol. Mm-hmm. But in fact, what you're saying is 1,000% true. And so many people don't realize that they're addicted to fear. Mm-hmm. And then that fear actually, I have a course called Immune Boosters. And that fear is in the course it teaches you that fear actually hurts your immune system on a cellular level fear fear can actually create disease dis at ease with your own cellular system mm-hmm. so this this is so important the uh, creating the, the the purpose like w- the having a purpose and a direction in your life it helps channel you, and if you and it helps, it's it's harder to hit a moving target with uh, like fear or thing, you know, temptations to throw you off, etc. But if you have that, you know, we we, we when we talked, we were talking about a uh, property therapy and uh, purpose and meaning, and and um, and we uh, in the news lately or this year, there's been a a whole rise. We were talking about this the of suicides and um, right depression. And uh, crime, and it's all related to this. Oh. Well, yes, it's 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 related to fear, but it's also related to uh, uh, mind psychology. So, if you take things away from people, you take away their socialization skills, you put a mask on them. And I'm not I'm not judging anything. This is not a judgment. I'm just saying what's happened. We we we've had muzzles on our faces based on fear of of dying. We've had separation, six feet distancing, uh, based on fear of dying. We've had so much separation. And where you separate people and you don't allow them to hug or you don't allow them to to commune and and gather, Mm -hmm. then depression is one of the things that can possibly set in. Mm -hmm. And if you if you take away their ability to run their own businesses and you close their businesses down, then financial insecurities set in. And when you are not able to feed yourself or your family, it works on your immune system it works on your self-confidence it works on your fear and when you compile all of that together it's just the perfect storm for wanting to say i give up yeah that the um the helping people uh, with this in in our lives is what we want in this part of our life so what i want to say is um based on what you've just said um, and based on the fact of the work that I do, I, I understand how important it is to have community and, and gathering and togetherness. I have put together in, in Tennessee um, purchasing land, and uh, there's all sorts of organic farms and things like this. I would like to put out on your program that if anybody is interested in possibly purchasing some land, whether it's an acre, two acres, five acres, uh, where you can create great sustainability and be able to feel that you're not alone. I think that that's really one of the key things with so many people is we're so we're so codependent on on modern life. And so I really am building community where we're not going to be codependent, where we can create ways to have energy uh, and, and, and atmospheric water generations and things like this where we can start feeling a little bit more free. And, and I think that that's so important. Freedom. A lot of times our freedoms, mostly now, a lot of our freedoms are being taken away. And that does not help us feel good 
it helps cause depression if you don't feel like you can have autonomy and be your own person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you have a, a, a contact number that, uh, that our listeners could call about? Yes, you could actually. I have a Facebook page, Sabrina Barnett, on Facebook. They could private message us there. And if anybody's interested, uh, Sabrina Barnett on Facebook, and uh, you, you can private message. And a lot of the messages I even look at myself, as well as um, somebody else that I have working with me. Uh, but right now, we've got a small group of people that are very, very, very interested in doing this. And I think it's going to be the new way of the world right now, because there's so many cyber attacks that are happening. And I'm not putting fear. I'm calling fact a fact. It's happened. It's not like, oh, this is going to happen, and I'm projecting it into the the future it has happened past tense so at what point are we going to start to say well maybe it's time for us to wake up to what's really important in life and again god gave me the ability and i'm so grateful to model at such a young age and to live all around the world in all of this uh frivolous lifestyle if i may say with where designers are so important and the right jewelry is so important and the right cars and da 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 i lived all of that so I don't feel the need to have it. As a matter of fact, I see the ridiculousness of it and how it's really based on fears of insecurity and not feeling good enough about yourself. So you seek all the stuff, like George Carlin said, stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm really looking to gather people that are serious about, you know, growing their own gardens and things like that. So, yes, they can contact Sabrina Barnett on Facebook and private message. If anybody is interested, I'd be happy to to, to further that conversation. There's um, people, I, I, you, you, think, you see stories in the news or in history of people when they catch lightning in a bottle, and then uh, they dissipate themselves, like the different, like for instance, like Mike Tyson, he had the tens of millions of dollars, or a Dennis Rodman, um, and then uh, dissipates. But you seem to like channeled yourself, and I remember, I remember um, reading a story, or, or maybe we talked about this or something, that you channeled money into uh, property, buying property and... Uh, uh, stewarding, stewarding property, and uh, this is, but this, this is a talent harbor. One of the flowback benefits of property therapy is um, a talent harbor for, and also the flowback benefits of um, helping people to um, not be suppressed by the world. You know, and like right. about what you're talking about. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, I think you can manifest anything that you truly put your soul into, and your your heart, your spirit. You know, it's just. Uh, we are not taught this in school, no, and, no. And, and, and it's unfortunate. So I think that our society is can open up much more if we realize the fact that, you know, I, I used to have a T-shirt collection, and one of the, the messages on the T-shirt was uh, impossible, but I spelled it with the I am and then a little break, I'm possible, because mm -hmm. inside the impossible, you are possible. And that's really what my teachings are, is you can create you you can manifest what you want and obviously for me it's it's about working with with the spirit world and 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 really honing that talent in because it's all about energy and we can pull that energy in we can ask i ask i i'm very very dialed in now thank god to the spirit world where i can ask questions and the answers just come and it's a communication we all have that so if anything in this conversation for your listeners 
others is believe in yourself. Believe in the fact that you have that connection with spirit, a, a beautiful connection with spirit, and just start having these conversations. And it's just amazing how you can manifest amazing things into your life. When I hear when I hear you talk, um, it makes me think of the parable as the grain of the mustard seed, that the the faith that you have that failure is not an option. That was the most right. most potent. Right. Yeah, the most. Well, you know, it's interesting because they both start with the same letter F. So failure leads you one direction and faith leads you another. We have a cognitive decision to make, and that's a very powerful decision. Through our free will, we can either go towards failure, and I'm getting the chills as I'm saying this, or we can go towards faith. If you go towards faith, you will walk a path with righteousness. You will walk a path where things will just start to come to you. They'll start to flow to you like a like a stream. It'll just start to flow. And right. when you think about it, stagnant water stinks. Failure creates stagnant water. Fear creates stagnant water. And everything else, when it comes to the flow of love, when it comes to the flow of faith, it creates abundance, it creates healing, it creates health, it creates life, it creates joy. That's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. When they uh, having the freedom and the creativity and, and that can't, you know, occur in uh, with with systems of suppression, etc. And I remember I remember reading uh, or I was watching a clip of uh, Putin. I've talked about this before. Putin, they asked him, Putin, the uh, dictator of uh, Russia, and they asked him, what do you like about the United States most? And you you know what he said? I admire their creativity. <laughs> so he, I mean, he respected that because, I mean, under his, under the system of dictatorships, it just suppresses you. I mean, it takes away your ability. It takes away your ability and it also, but when you think about it, you're so, you're so spot on with that. I agree with you a thousand percent. And also, we here in the United States have the blessing to be able to have a creative essence of being. So many of us, so many of us cheat ourselves out of it based on the fact that we're either living in subconscious fear where we're not even even aware of it, and many of us live in fear of failure. So we make excuses of, oh, you know, I really didn't want that anyways, or oh, no. I'm asking us to just eradicate that. And it's not easy to do. So I'm not saying that, oh, this is very easy. The only way I can speak about all of this is because I've lived it. I've lived in fear. I've lived with the fear of failure. I've lived with no money and had roller coaster rides. I, I grew up in the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere. You know, there, I, I know suffering. I know pain. And I think the only way that you can talk and walk is if you've actually gone through it. And so when I speak, I don't speak from a hopeful, people won't see it as a place of like, oh, well, but she was a top model and, you know, she did this. <clears throat> I've suffered and, and, and lived very, 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 very uh, tough, tough experiences, let's just say that. And because of them, I've been able to say, you know what? I'm going to take this experience, I'm not going to be my own victim, and I'm going to rise out of the ashes, and I'm going to succeed. And whatever I'm doing, I'm going to succeed. And obviously, success is, is all a matter of where your mindset is at. You know, if a garbage man wants to be a garbage man, then more power to him. He's successful with, or she's successful with what they want to do. So it's all relative. 
but hopefully that message comes across. Mm -hmm. um, that goes into the, the new uh, Sports Illustrated edition. The, uh, what do you think of the, the cover going on right now? We were talking about this last week with uh, the tra really, transgender have, model. Any thoughts about that? Um, I really don't have many thoughts about it. I do feel that, you know, if a transgender wants to compete against a woman, obviously men are, are much stronger. And so, you know, at some point we have to say, well, is that really fair that that should happen? And I might not win many popularity contests. I'm not here to win a popularity contest. I'm here to speak truth for, for where I am and what my perception is regarding that in, in, in your question. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if, if, you know, I heard, I heard a, a transvestite, a transsexual speak the other day, and I thought, you know, if it's to take them out of, if they really didn't want to be a man or they didn't really want to be a woman so badly that they were willing to go through all those operations and that's what makes them happy then that's what makes them happy would i want to do something like that no i was born a woman i'm i'm happy and and fulfilled and and blessed to have birthed children and to be a woman and 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 to hopefully uh, transition as a woman so uh my personal opinion is i'm happy with who i am and I just want everybody to be happy with who they are. I think the messaging um, is not the most positive message myself, personally, but that's, again, my opinion. Well, yeah, we were talking about that, the standards of trans last, last week. What do show. you think about it? Well, it brings the issue. In law school, they, they, they taught us, it's called issue, lawyers use issue spotting. And one of the issues that pops up in that is the, uh, the issue of subjective and objective standards of uh, whether something's trans and um, and then what is the standard of the objective s status obviously the subjective status would be, would would in order to trans would, would be like I think I feel a certain way therefore uh, that doesn't make it so necessarily like we were talking about on if I run a red light well I feel that I didn't <laughs> no you know it's got to so there has to be some other objective like what you're talking about operations etc and um whether for me the benchmark of what makes someone trans what makes a unique uh differential between a man and a woman is the ability to have children i like the womb the device you know the uh, uh the hardware i mean whether whether they choose to you know use it etc um but if it's if they're womb capable and uh, it's been proven in other contexts, et cetera, to be, you know, capable. And, you know, I'll give it to them, you know, to, to me, I, to, if they're otherwise it's pseudo, a pseudo male or a pseudo woman, you know. And um, and so that's I mean, that's that's the issue. That's one of the things that, that pops in my mind. And then we were talking about the the you know, if you don't like it, you don't you don't look at it. <laughs> they, I mean, they have the right to publish, right? And, then we, and we have the yeah, right we to publish. have the right to publish. I just, what I feel is because I've been in marketing for so long, um, and you know, in that in that world of 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 marketing, um, you know, I, I I was considered an ethnic as far as you know they label you as a model back in the day. Mm -hmm. You're not black. You're not white. So I was considered an ethnic. And they always needed for marketing, they always had to have a redhead uh, or blonde and an ethnic and a black girl um, because they needed to sell product, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so 
I always, I learned early on that it's all about marketing. And so I just asked myself, well, why are they marketing uh, a, a, a transsexual or a transvestite, I don't even know, uh, on the cover of Sports Illustrated the swimsuit issue, correct? Mm-hmm. So you, you have to ask yourself these questions. All I'm saying to, the, to, to your audience is stay open. Stay open to why people do what they do. Why, what, what's, what's going on and why? Yeah, yeah. We've had uh, one of our, on, on one of our episodes about the uh, addiction, sexual addiction, we did a show that people do things, addictive behavior or things or whatever in their life for uh, shortcuts, for, leg- for means of what they're trying to achieve. Leg- might be legitimate needs, but they try to get shortcuts to get to different, a shortcut to get there. But long term, it might not be, be the best in their interest. Right. And all these are very controversial subjects. And I think people are so afraid. You know, I, I feel sorry for these comedians now because, you know, now, even though it's quote unquote a joke and okay. Okay, there might be a silver lining in a joke, um, but everybody has become so uber sensitive to everything that right. people are, have have developed this. Oh, you can't say that. Oh, you can't do this. Oh, you can't do this. Oh, you can't say that. Oh, you can't. Th- you. And so it's how thick is your skin or how thin is your skin, you know, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of it is confidence. And if you feel good about yourself, mm-hmm. then you have confidence. And if you have confidence, then the whole world changes. Right. The whole world, the way that you perceive the world, that you perceive yourself, you won't get threatened so easily. You won't get uh, angry so easily. You won't get frustrated. It's just it's it's a beautiful, beautiful uh, gift to gift yourself is the gift of confidence. And uh, and so that's why, you know, all of these courses that I do, I do them for a reason, because I know what it's like not to have confidence. I mean, I, I was in this modeling world where people would judge you, oh, your belly button's too high, it's too low, your shoulders are too wide, they're too small. Uh, It was always uh, a judgment. And so I learned, hopefully, not to judge as much as I grew up with. And so I realized that judgment is ugly. And those who judge need to start to look at themselves first before they can look at others, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But at the same time, I really want to just, in closing, I want to tell tell your audience, and hopefully, uh, first of all, thank you for listening to me. Um, But more importantly, I want to say that whatever it is that you do, please try to come from understanding that if you're afraid of something, ask yourself, really, why are you afraid of it? And then research it, because that fear is going to hold you back. That fear is going to stop you from living the life that you are destined to live, that you are meant to live. And I ask of you all to please come from love mm-hmm. for yourself, self-love, not in a pompous way, self-love, self-care, and love the ones that you love and love people. You know, if we all could, if we if we could all come from that space, the world would not be where we are right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from a from that based on love, I have this uh, just my testimony of the love that women that we have from our Creator before the world even was in the pre-existence. I believe that we were with the Creator eons of time before the world even was, and that based on um, observing us and being with us he assigned us our gender bodies or sexual bodies that when we make an appearance in this world and based upon experiences etc um like men have a more of like affinity for it seems like like structural and the women have an affinity and a superpower for um emotional and purpose 
and that based upon that the father channeled our you know the light that we had he channeled us into our physical bodies and that but when when, when we go into this world there's a lot of things that I mean we're, it's just a learning experience and whether I mean what to, to get us truly the most happiest that we can be that's ultimately what we're we're here to gain gain wisdom and and some of you know some of the things that we the experiences that we go through in this life it's a difficult thing and um and so each 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 generation has its um, issues and things to go for. Unlike this, and speaking of trans, we have the singer here. The uh, I met a, a singer songwriter last night, and she had a shirt on that said "trans political." <laughs> she says I was a liberal, and now I'm I'm a conservative. <laughs> and so the um, and and we and we were talking about this that in, in this. In this, uh, in America, and this goes to like what this show's all about is like motivating and appreciating America. We want to get the scientists, the artists, the philosophers all going for America. And like you're right. a talented artist, and we want to get you, everyone going for America. That's what this show's all about. And uh, and we were talking about that in America, we want to be more conservative because it's so such a great place. But I mean, like if I, but if I were living in a oppressive regime like more in China, I would be a flaming liberal. <laughs> <laughs> so it depends. I mean, if if you have more, if you have more uh, appreciative for the free agency for the determine your destinies. You always they all. I always talk about this that the creator has a vested interest in us having the freedom to uh, create uh, and choose uh, create files upon ourselves because he will be able to assign us to our eternal destinies and the different frequencies of light and the here beyond based upon our behaviors in this life. And if we didn't have the freedom to choose, etc., and to be the stupid idiot, you know, or the awesome person that you are, if you didn't have that freedom, this life is, it's, it's not really, it, it won't have the, the uh, power that it, can have for, for for his part for the creator's purposes and um and so he he all he always knows being with us for eons of time who's gonna foul up and who's gonna make it and he could sign because it's it talks about in the bible it says that, that we are pretty predestined to this or that but it doesn't mean that his knowledge of it makes it happen but we're creating files on ourselves in this life and and what happens is that if he if he had just assigned us to our destinies did we wouldn't accept it. <laughs> we wouldn't necessarily accept it. But so, but this life is then that he can then pull the file out and say, "Oh, you were just a fool. <laughs> we, you no way, <laughs> no way." So, but that, but this, that's what this life's uh, all about. It's uh, the uh, training, the training. The we're in the matrix, right? Uh, tr to gain yeah. wisdom, gain wisdom and right. uh, growing our talents. Well, it's just like you say, the blue pill or the red pill we talked about earlier. You know that. Mm -hmm. That's very interesting, that movie. And um, where do we want to go? Do we want to question things or do we want to just take everything at face value? Do we want to believe everything that we hear or do we want to question it? Do we want to research it? Do we want to be mindful of where we're researching and what is the agenda of that particular research? Yeah. Um, yep. You know, what what is it? Is it, is it a financial gain? Is it uh, somebody that's really caring about us? as a society or what what like questions i guess is, yeah, is yeah. really important now now we were talking about this last night we were at a rod meldrum um 
archaeology um, meeting for like the uh, lost for the information on the lost tribes in the, in the in the Americas before Columbus and just incredible stuff that they have out there of evidence of the the house of Israel here before Columbus. You talked uh, you talked about the the tribes um, and. My my tribe, the Tainos, we were the ones that saw Columbus. We thought that Columbus were just the gods. And so we fed them a lot of the pineapple, the mangoes. We gave them hammocks to sleep in, and we saved lives. Um, and we gave them gold. They went back to the Spaniards. And so once they got that gold, that's when they came back to, to take over everything. And they came and they killed the, the women. They raped the women. They killed the men. They slaved, enslaved us. And so when you, when you do Wikipedia, which, you know, might be mindful because even the owner of Wikipedia, the one that started, the founder of Wikipedia, apologized to people because he said that, I'm so sorry, they've taken Wikipedia and they basically have used Wikipedia. Wikipedia as uh, a way to sway the belief systems of people. And this is coming from the founder of Wikipedia. Hmm. So, you know, this, this is why I say to all of your viewers, question, 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 because we all go to Wikipedia, you know, to understand, oh, well, what's that? Oh, let's just go to Wikipedia. And the founder of Wikipedia is apologizing to us and saying that, you know, maybe you shouldn't believe everything that you see in Wikipedia. Right, and there, and there, you brought up Christopher Columbus too. Even, even Christopher Columbus himself, he gets a lot of a lot of things uh, thrown at at him, like what you said about uh, things. He was an adventurer, an adventurer in a courageous spirit. But I think he was giving the he he was working for a corrupt <laughs> entity. Oh yes, the, the uh, oh, yes. Princess Princess Isabella. He, she, Princess yeah. Isabella, what she put the Jew, she was burning the Jews in her kingdom. Oh man, she was running, she was putting them on stretching racks and like stretching well, their arms out of their sockets for not converting to Christian. <laughs> no, she was in, she was awful. And so I think Christopher Columbus, though, he was trying to just, he wanted to explore. And so he was just giving them what, what, giving her what she wanted to see, just so she, he could get some funding somehow to be able to travel around. And the he, he was took a lot of courage. I mean, his 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 um, what he what he was ex an explorer like what, what we're trying to explore Mars. You know, it's a, it takes right, a lot right. of cur a lot of courage. But he was but he was working for for the uh, 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 corrupted corrupt, the star chambers there in. the... In. Well, yeah, and when you think about it, um, how much has how much has changed? When you, you think about how much has changed, the corruption is still is still rampant, if not more now, because it's much more uh, undertowed, if you want to say. Mm -hmm. That's a whole other conversation. But, um, anyways, it's it's fascinating because I think that we have an opportunity in today, right now to choose, are we going to awaken ourselves, awaken ourselves to living with less fear, mm -hmm. becoming more involved in understanding that don't believe everything that you see, hear, or read, and really start asking questions, gather, gather, speak, communicate, don't be afraid to speak, don't be afraid to communicate, and ask yourself, what is, if anything, is there an agenda to this mm -hmm. or to that? And I just ask your viewers to be mindful and to come from a, a space of great 
great spiritual awareness and having that faith as opposed to that fear or failure and really stepping out if you do come from fear or if you have come from fear that's okay now you've got a new way you've got a new beginning starting right now in this moment to step out and to just be i'm a singer songwriter and people oh how can you write songs so quickly i write songs so quickly because i get assistance from spirit and i'm simply a vessel to be able to allow that to happen so are you the listener out there listening you are a vessel have faith in that knowing have faith in that fact and anything will be possible for you uh, tell me about the spirit of animals the spirit can you feel spirit in in the animals well yes you so animals have spirit um i've been I've been re raising horses and rescuing horses for over 20 years, and every single animal that I've rescued has a different uh, personality, has a different understanding, has a different way about them, and I believe it's the spirit inside that particular animal. Right now, I have a stallion that I rescued from Missouri, and everybody, oh, you got to geld him, you got to geld him. I said, his spirit will tell me whether I should geld him or not. I'm not going to listen to you because you're afraid of stallions or you've had bad experiences or people tell you and you haven't even experienced. Sometimes people just are afraid because they, oh, I heard, did you hear this? Oh, my God, did you hear that? So the, the horse's spirit will let me know. And right now, he's so meek, loving, mild that his spirit is saying, I want to be a lesson to all those that are afraid of stallions that we're not all the same. So his spirit is a very elevated spirit inside the animal world. A lot of beauty when you can understand and feel the spirit world, especially in animals. And that's who we are, too. You know, we're animals. Mm -hmm. So we've talked with uh, Sabrina Barnett. We're, for those that have just tuned in, she's a uh, Sports Illustrated and Victoria's Secret Supermodel author and motivational speaker and um, a artist, a recording artist. With her CD, what's your CDs? It's called Come As You Come Are. Come As You Are. Mm -hmm. And I'm writing some more music right now with my son, which is very exciting. He's a music producer. So we've talked with her about uh, the celebrity lifestyle and uh, globetrotting lifestyle and with religion and spirituality, helping people build self-esteem, the fashion world. We've touched on the spirit of animals and on her... Um, Failure is not an option. There's the tremendous faith charge of like a nuclear actor of power within her. I, I just I sense this. And this is this is the kind of spirit that uh, is going to save America. We just want to light that like nuclear reactor of power within everybody's soul. We want to yes. light that up. We want to light up the scientists, the artists, and the philosophers. So send them our way, uh, Sabrina. If you've got any scientists, any uh, philosophers... Artists, send them our way. We'll we want to supercharge them for America. We'll put them on yes. the show, and uh, we'll we'll we're just lighting a fire, motivate. When I was in New York, I for Fourth of July, I was performing. I was warming up the stage at the rally, and uh, I brought my jumper cables on the on stage. And uh, I'm a professional musician, and I was singing and uh, performing out there. But I brought my jumper cables on stage, <laughs> and I said, "I'm here to jumpstart America." <laughs> And that's so, a beautiful thing. We all need it. <laughs> that's what it is. And uh, and and this SPA, the, the these uh, science philosophy art, we have a shrink wrap machine here at the American Heritage Center, and so we shrink wrap sh science books or artifacts or uh, and then uh, art CDs or. Uh, 
art and uh, and then philosophy power quotes all in one like SPA SPA we shrink wrap them so and then we just share them with America share them for America I was giving those those power packs out in uh, in uh, New York and uh, so I'm actually going to say goodbye to you okay. and your beautiful your beautiful people that have been listening in I want to thank everybody for your time and appreciate being a part of your show and thanks for having me thanks so much thank you so all right have a good night. Bye-bye. Okay, so we were just chatting with Sabrina Barnett and uh, the supermodel, Sports Illustrated and Victoria's Secret model. That's so in the news events, we've got a few uh, things in the news. The homeschooling surge across the United States. We have government and health groups pushing for the vaccination, mandatory vaccination. And then marijuana use disorder on the rise. And uh, so the kids, the homeschool schooling surging across the United States. This is one of the uh, positive phenomenons. If you view it from the perspective of breaking away from the um, echo chamber of academia that sucks critical thinking out and diversity of, of thought and uh, ideology equality, which you, which you need to have. It's, this is a good thing. Because it helps free kids from that, you know, mm-hmm. being debilitated to have been traumatized by that education system that traumatizes people. And uh, the pandemic has created a new, more diverse, more connected crop of homeschoolers. And uh, the, it's easy to homeschool in Texas, for instance. And um, a cursory search leads to a step-by-step guide for withdrawing your kid from the school mm-hmm. system. Uh, I was looking at a bunch of those uh, systems today, just Google searching around for different systems and seeing who they are, where they're from. And there's a lot of free ones out there. A lot of them look pretty good. And just you save so much time just driving back and forth to school. You know, how much time mm-hmm. you waste in the car just sitting there in the parking lot waiting to drop somebody off or to pick somebody up. That That's time that could be spent at home learning or mm-hmm. you know doing something different than just sitting in a car in a line. You know, it's interesting that the work from home has gone up and the school from home mm-hmm. <laughs> has gone up. And uh, the campuses closed abruptly while children and teachers struggled mightily with online learning. So these, uh, the teachers' unions, et cetera, that, that are pushing for these uh, vaccinations and all these uh, regulations, uh, they're, they're creating a march away from, mm-hmm. from yeah, they're, they're debating whether to put the kids in masks because a lot of places have already decided to do that and a lot of the parents are upset. So it's... We'll say, we'll say, well, we'll uh, that could see be later. The, that could be the straw that <laughs> see you broke, later. broke the camel's back, the, uh, the mask that <laughs> broke the camel's back. <laughs> <laughs> and so, okay, so the 3% of uh, African-American students were homeschooled. It's now, within the last year, it's jumped 18%. <laughs> That's awesome. To have that kind of uh, personal attention, there is... Uh, like well, one one little just a slice of life. The one uh, child has her um, mathematics school, her uh, art, and then her science, and then they they go uh, fossil hunting for mm-hmm. the the parents take them fossil yeah, hunting. I was reading on those websites today. They they still do field trips and things where you can meet up with others and go on a field trip. You know, there's planned events and things for the homeschool kids too. And so. That and also there's there's orchestras too, homeschool orchestras that uh, they have, and um, like uh, the Crutes Violin Shop is uh, involved with supplying. Yeah, there's music uh, stores orchestra. and things that can still put together the uh, music lessons and the groups and things. So the greatest shift was among Black families. In uh, in 2012, 84 percent of homeschooling families were white, and now it's 
the jump has really changed among black black families. And, and that's, I mean, we want to see them really have fantastic edu- education. And the next story, so that's homeschooling surging across the United States. And you're homeschooling your, your kids, mm-hmm. aren't you? Yeah, so I, was, I was looking online at some systems today because they're just now at that age where they're, they're hitting school age. And uh, we're, we're going to do uh, a property therapy uh, toy reviews. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've been working on some some STEM toys, and they're going to be doing some reviews of uh, some things from a local toy store. Yeah, we're going to have the uh, John's kids on the show next week, right? Here pretty soon, yeah. And uh, we'll have them uh, give a toy reviews. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, so that's homeschooling surging across the United States. And the next door is the government and health health groups pushing to require vaccinations. So the COVID, so the people that have a um, the view of an activist centrality of government, they are more prone to want to impose mandates on people in uh, for physical for physical uh, masks, right? And President Joe Biden will announce on Thursday a requirement all federal employees be vaccinated against COVID or be required to submit to regular testing and mitigation requirements. And that is good to say that uh, you have an option to have regular testing. And yeah, at least they have the option, it seems, for now. Yeah. So that, that's an important in a free society. Because here's the reality of it. There's an issue of fact where this vaccination is even effective because my mom just got her vaccinate her, uh, her she got vaccinated like a month or so ago and she was sick today and they wouldn't even see her and she said why she they said well you might have covid she says i was vaccinated she they said well you might still have covid mm-hmm. I'm like what and so is it creating it brings to mind the issues of it, of creating the issues of whether um you have you're creating a monster monster viruses out there, you know, that these COVID shifting like that so easily. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the, the, the people that are, are choosing to develop natural immunity have more flexibility be, to meet the... Yeah, their, their immune system will be looking out for everything, maybe. It's, so there's that possibility about this and um, that you could also you be used to uh, address the, the the natural immunity would be more of a, a, a asset for the community's health you see and so this so that's homeschooling surging across the United States government groups pushing to require the vaccination and the last story is the marijuana use disorder on the rise causing the uh, schizophrenia mm-hmm so the portion of people of schizophrenia cases linked with problematic use of marijuana has increased over the past 25 years, according to a new Denmark study. Which is interesting because I've seen information where it says that over a 20-year span, the, uh, the drug will have less effect on you. So maybe it's just the effects wearing off and it's unmasking an underlying problem, maybe. So the 2% in 1995, 2% of schizophrenia diagnosis in the country were associated with cannabis. In 2000, it increased to 4%. Now in 2010, the figure has increased to 8%. And so it's, this is very important. The, to use both our study and other studies to highlight and emphasize that cannabis use is not harmless. And this is uh, quoting from associate professor at Copenhagen Research Center for Mental Health. They published this in the medical journey, JAMA Psychiatry. Unfortunately, evidence 
there's evidence to suggest that cannabis is increasingly seen as somewhat a harmless substance, the doctor said. This, unfortunate, this is unfortunate since we see links with schizophrenia, poor cognitive function, substance use disorders, etc. You see, so previous research has suggested the risk of schizophrenia is heightened yeah, one among the, people that use cannab cannabis. And one of the guys I listen to, he says that there's no free rides in nature. Right, right. So you, it's a short-term relief slash fun, but... With, it comes with potential long-term liability, and uh, so if you're if you're really seeking relief, um, and I mean that's a legitimate need, relief from um, debilitating injuries or pain, and you know that's a need for humanity or end of life, you know, treatment uh, for pain. Yeah. There's 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 uh, medications out there that are not cannabis that don't cause the psychotropic you know reactions um, that you can explore those op opportunities. To see, you know, see what's out there, and um, or hey, how about just work on yourself from the inside out, not from the not yeah. putting chemicals in your body from the outside. Right. So it's always an option. Right. So we want it. We want long-term solutions, not short, not necessarily short-term um, sh solutions. <laughs> so, but okay. So, but that's the that's it. We have uh, in the news radiotherapy in the news. We've talked Sabrina Barnett, supermodel, Victoria's Secret, Super Sports Illustrated, and. Um, now we've got Melissa Joyce, singer-songwriter, and we're going to put her on the show. She Now, she was the one that I met, and she had this incredible trans-political shirt, and we were telling the story. Melissa Joyce, singer-songwriter. She's going to perform her song, My Home. Um, yeah, I, uh, I wrote this song a few weeks before I went to visit a relative of mine, um, my uncle's wife and um, a few other relatives at the same time. They all live in the same area. But um, it's funny because I didn't know it at the time, but a lot of my songs, basically, they just feel inspired, they come to me. I don't have a lot of control over what comes or when. Um, and this song came to me a few weeks before I went to see them, and, um, and I realized that this song was for her, so it's also Savannah's song, because, um, and I think it's basically, it's just that sometimes we feel like we're too wounded, we're too, I don't know, afraid, uh, imperfect, anything, just to feel like he can be there for us. Jesus Christ can be there for us, that God can be there for us, and that we can have that in our lives. But when it comes right down to it, he guides us back to him, and he is the home that we can find refuge in. And so that's what the song's about. I have been angry I felt unworthy If I am filthy and broken Why would he want me? I am scarred and wounded for a fear but empty Does he really care? When I needed him, where was he? It took the grace of God to see That he is always here with me He is beside me, he is around me He is within me, his spirit has found me He is my lighthouse, lighting 
darkness Straight through the storm He guides me home He is my home I know He hears me I know He loves me But I am so far from perfect How can He still want me? I am full of doubts and fears Yet He is faithful He has shown me how to rise But am I able? It's when I let Him in my life His Spirit gives me wings to fly He is beside me, He is around me He is within me, His Spirit has found me He is my lighthouse, lighting the darkness Straight through the storm, He guides me home he is my home He was there Even when I couldn't see He heard my calls And suffered with me He comforts me when I mourn He gives His light to keep me warm He is beside me, He is around me He is within me, His Spirit has found me He is my lighthouse, lighting the darkness Straight through the storm he guides me home, He is my Savior, He is my sucker. When He is with me, I need no other. He is my fortress, giving me shelter, still through the storm. He is my home. Radiotherapy court adjourned.
Thank you.